0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Hi, Michelle. Hi, Teddy. Imagine you're a teenager. You're like 15. Best time of my life. (laughs) You're friends with an older man, Anthony, and you've known him since you were a kid. This is very weird. Like, I've wanted
0: to say this since the last episode. Please go catch up if you guys haven't. But it's very weird that this 30-year-old man is friends with a 10-year-old kid. You know, like, I know, like, adults like to be kind to kids. You ask them, like, oh, how's school? You know, like, how's, like, your friends? (laughs) But you mean it more in, like, a... Oh, like just checking in
1: on the kid and being nice. But not actually being like... Yeah, but not actually being friends. Like, I I don't want to be... Friends with a... Uh, No, it's not that I don't want to be friends, but I don't want to be hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. There's a massive disconnect.
0: Yes, like, I mean, if I see you doing Chinese New Year, like, sure, but I'm not
1: going to go... You're like my favourite niece or nephew. Okay, actually, no. If it's a niece or nephew, it's okay. But if it's like my niece's friend... Yeah, no. So it's like I can bring my niece out and we can hang out. Um, But we're not going to be like... Hanging out, I shouldn't be your only friend. Yeah, like I wouldn't be texting you about my boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And
0: anyway, anyway yes. Yeah, so I, it's I just thought that it's really weird that he was friends and hanging out with a fifteen-year-old and his group of friends.
1: Right. Am so I ages. You're fifteen-year-old. Yes, I am. And you're fifteen-year-old. Okay. And you have a. Older friend yes. and your your older man friend, he keeps on joking about killing his wife.
0: Yep, yeah, we had all sorts of weird so many so much weirdness in that one sentence. So do you take it seriously? No, like who's gonna take it seriously? Like you make jokes all the time, like I'm gonna kill you, haha.
1: Okay. And he doesn't think that you have the guts to do it. He dares you into doing it. Yep, he's not wrong. And then you say, Yeah, I got the guts to do it. I got balls to do this. And then suddenly you realise that he's serious. He actually wants you to kill his wife. Alright, you want to back out. But he's literally holding a black samurai sword. Oh shit. You kill. Or be killed. Hi, I'm Teddy. And I'm Michelle. And welcome to A Brief Case. This is the second part of the Anthony Lur case. Last week, we covered his early life, how he met and married his wife, Annie, and how they had a child together. But Anthony wasn't a model husband. He wasn't even a good husband. He was a horrible husband. He lost money on failing businesses and cheated on his wife multiple times. He was unfaithful, Unable to provide. And when Annie had had enough, when she had been betrayed for the last time and was leaving him, he got a 15-year-old boy to kill her. The very first attempt was on 10th May 2001. Okay. Anthony brought a boy to block 923 Haogang Avenue 8 where Annie lived. Okay. Alright, A boy was wearing a helmet. They don't specify, but I'm guessing like a full face helmet that covers his his face, you know, with the shield. So like a motorcycle helmet? And Anthony also gave him a long steak knife. Okay. Alright, so while he's waiting, he sees a woman that looks kind of like Annie getting off a taxi. He isn't 100% sure if it's her because, you know, pictures and all, they look really different from people in real life. Yeah. So he calls Anthony. Anthony confirms it, and the boy follows Annie up to the fourth floor, but he ends up losing her. Okay. Alright, so I don't think he leaves, because later that day, there was an account that he sees Annie coming out of her house and going to the playground with her daughter. Okay. So now, imagine your father... Or you're just like a hitman. Hitmen usually have like a code, right? So our boy feels weird about this. He doesn't want to kill any in front of her very young daughter. Dude, that's that's sp- a bit messed up. Yeah. yeah. All right, but you know who didn't care? Anthony Le in this version of events. Okay. He didn't freaking care. He was like, even though his daughter was there, yep. He wanted our boy to go ahead with the killing but our boy didn't want to.
0: Okay.
1: Alright. So the next attempt was just one day after. On 11th May. That day, our boy was still pretty unsure. Mm -hmm. He's at the car park. He took his helmet off and he was putting it down when he receives the call from Anthony. Okay. And I think maybe he's a bit undecided then, but after the call, he goes after Annie, but misses her by her four-floor apartment again. Okay. Actually
0: in all of these instances where a boy feels unsure or he had doubts,
1: why did he still
0: go through with it? Like, what's his motivation? Like, the money?
1: I think part of it was that he was so manipulated, maybe even bullied okay. by Anthony at that point. Right. Yeah. A little bit like grooming, you think? Mm, especially since Anthony knew him since he since was then. 10. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think he keeps hanging around the flat, but yeah. this time, our boy is pretty certain He sees Anthony Le on his visitation, Annie Leung and the daughter playing in the playground. I guess he kind of realized that he would be ruining this little girl's life, right? Yeah. So he backs out. He's like, nah, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do this, alright? So our boy has a conscience. Right. Our boy realized that this is real fucked up. Our boy realized that this is real fucked up. So, but Anthony was angry. Anthony wasn't just going to let this go. If Aboy wasn't going to kill him, he was going to kill Aboy. Oh. And he didn't just threaten Aboy, all right? He threatened Aboy's siblings. He threatened Aboy's parents.
0: Right. He was like,
1: if you don't do this for me, I'm going to kill your entire family. Right. All right. And for the next two days, Aboy avoided Anthony La as much as possible. He went home. He celebrated Mother's Day. He just just kept coming up with reasons for avoiding Anthony mm-hmm. finally he bought he ends up visiting Anthony on 13th May and when he visits Anthony Anthony gives him a samurai sword oh I don't know from where <laughs> yeah like is it is
0: it even legal in Singapore I don't know but
1: Anthony Anthony manages to come up with a samurai sword and
0: those things are expensive eh? right yeah.
1: especially a working sword sharp yeah. enough to kill somebody and he tells a boy hey you're gonna use this sword and kill my wife, I guess, ex wife now. Yeah. Yeah. And our boy was like, no. And he tries to pass the sword back. Yeah, He's like, like no, I don't want this sword. want this Can you take this back? Yeah. Right. But Anthony he refused. He made our boy take the samurai sword because if our boy wasn't going to kill Annie, he was going to kill our boy right now.
0: What's the point of killing our boy?
1: yeah right so our boy takes a SWAT and he's 15 and we know yeah. he's sweet and a bit naive and we know he, at this point he's easily really manipulated. manipulated our boy goes home and then he goes fishing and then he stayed at his girlfriend's house and okay. then he just ignored. and Denise calls again and again I wish he could have avoided it forever I wish he could have just like delete and block
0: yeah I wish he would have told an adult
1: Like his parents Or like Or even any of the older kids Yeah
0: exactly I'm sure that
1: his Older friends would have been like Dude Don't just Run
0: away But I mean I don't If you tell your older friends Maybe they'll tell you like Oh hide from him Or what But if you tell a parent I'm sure they'll go to To the actual police police, Right right? And
1: you've technically done Nothing wrong Yeah, Yeah exactly
0: You've just been Threatened
1: Yeah Also blackmail is illegal So if you're being blackmailed You know don't give in.
0: 999, police.
1: Hello, Mata. <laughs> also, have you seen the issue North Instagram? NPC Instagram page? It's so funny. It's so cute. Also, guys, check out the issue North NPC Instagram. It's so funny. <laughs> Moving on. So we both wish our boy could have avoided Anthony La Forever or even yeah. reported him, but he didn't. Eventually, our boy took the call. And Anthony told him to go to Kang. So a yeah. boy goes to Anthony's flat with the stick knife. Yeah. yeah. And he's it's so sad because he was carrying his school textbook. He told his mother he's going out to study. Oh no. Yeah. This is just so fucked up because like, you know like a kid with
0: his school textbook. Yeah. He looks so young and then but he's actually on a mission to kill someone.
1: And a mission that he doesn't even want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So he went to Anthony's house to study, to study killing. What? So the same thing too, They they did the practicing With the knives And everything It's like The neck neckwear The, the jacular Yeah And then After practicing They left the flat Okay It was 14th May 2001 11pm Anthony took some papers With him And called Annie He was like Hey Annie Let's meet at the playground With our kid Who's like 4 years old At this point of time Okay Okay Alright, and Annie's like, okay. And she meets him to sign documents about their flat mortgage. And Anthony's like, alright, Anthony, do you have a pen? And Anthony's like, nope, no pen. So, why would you bring a document to sign but not have a pen? Right. This was a A trap. trap. Alright, so Anthony was like, alright, I'll stay behind and watch watching and watch our daughter. And the whole time, our boy was forced to camp out watching the family. He saw Annie leave walked towards the lift and he sprung into action. He ran up the stairs. He outran the lift going up the fourth floor. So when the lift opened, Annie stepped out and he lunged forward and he grabbed Annie from behind. Oh no. He covered Annie's mouth with a red cloth with one hand and then he stabbed Annie in the neck and chest with the other. Oh my goodness. And this part is so sad. She managed to knock on her mom's door. All right, uh-huh. And she said in Cantonese that she had been stabbed. She collapsed in front of her mum and her brother. Oh, shit. Anthony, he heard her scream and he knew what happened. He knew that it was done. He rushed up to the flat. And Anthony, he's an actor, he acts shocked. He's repeatedly calling her name, telling her not to go to sleep. And the family, they call for an ambulance. It was coming and they bring Annie to Dantoxing Hospital. And just a few hours later... On 15th May, 2001, Annie dies from her injuries. <gasps> so it wasn't just her neck and chest. Annie had been stabbed in the back as well, both figuratively <laughs> and literally. Exactly. And in the meantime, our boy is fleeing. He's running. He goes to the bus stop. He calls a taxi and goes to a beach. He takes care of the knife. He didn't describe it, but I'm guessing he threw the knife into Indeed. the ocean.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he was an actor. He played the mourning husband. He told the press that it was him, it was his fault, he was unfaithful, he was debt-ridden. he was the devil and Annie was the angel. Oh goodness.
0: I'm rolling my eyes so high right
1: now. There's this one photo of him at yeah. Annie's funeral like caressing the coffin. Like, oh. oh my god. It's so gross. You
0: know like now you, I mean if let's say you see in person and you don't know the story, you'll be like, oh no, like you really realized his mistake. But like knowing what we know, it's so disgusting and despicable like get your
1: dirty hands off her coffin it's so disrespect but if I was your friend yeah which I am yeah you (laughs) are my friend and we knew the whole time that your boo was cheating on you he's not your boo yeah and and you died from like a a tragic accident yeah and, and while he was cheating somewhere being a Yeah And he's like caressing your coffin I'll be so angry I'll be like Get your filthy cheating hands off a coffin
0: Exactly I'll be very angry From within my coffin Or outside my coffin (laughs) Wherever I may be Yeah Be like Yes
1: Get your hands off my coffin Get your filthy hands off my coffin Yeah That's right (laughs) Anyway Monogamy is the bare minimum Yes If you want it to be the police, they already suspected him. Yeah. Alright, they initially questioned him at Tandok Seng Hospital mm-hmm. and he's hostile to the police. He's like, uh. So that's a massive red flag.
0: Yeah, exactly. Why would you be hostile to the police if you have nothing to
1: hide? Especially, wouldn't you want to help the police as much as possible to find your wife's killer? Yeah, especially if you were so upset and, you know, so distraught like he was pretending to be. The other thing is the police, they did find one piece of physical evidence. Mm-hmm. They find a piece of newspaper that was used to wrap the knife that was used to stab Annie in the flat corridor. Okay. They question Anthony and Anthony is like, come in. He lets them search his house. And what do they find? They find newspapers. Okay. Missing a front page. Wait, so they found a piece of newspaper in the
0: lift landing of... Um... Annie's home.
1: Yeah, along the flat corridor.
0: Along the flat corridor and then they firstly kept that piece of newspaper. Like, they didn't just, you know, dismiss it. They kept it. They went to his house, they searched through his newspaper and they pieced it together.
1: Aw, damn. And so, they asked him about it. They're like, why does your newspaper happen to be coincidentally missing this front page? Right. And... He's like, I don't know. And then they collect some additional evidence. Okay. On 18th May, they bring in Gavin. Remember the 16 year old that was like, nah, the 16 year old that was like, nah, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah. And they bring in our boy. Yeah. And Gavin already knew because our boy told him about it. After A Boy killed Annie, our boy went to Gavin and was like, "Oh, oh fuck, I did this.
0: Okay, yeah. can you imagine being Gavin? Like, what do you say to that? Like, if you, like, if you, Teddy, come yeah. tell me like you killed someone, I'm gonna be like, babe,
1: babe, <laughs> babe, babe. <laughs> Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'll visit you. <laughs> put money in my commissary. I'll put
0: money in your commissary. Make sure you get the the snacks, the, the ramen, Kit Kat, ramen, the ramen,
1: the <laughs> ramen. Okay, so our boy... He confessed to the murder out of guilt. Yeah. He spills everything.
0: Yeah, and I mean like he didn't he didn't even want to do it in the first place. He did it out of fear of his own life. He was threatened into Yeah, it. exactly. Like that. that makes a terrible hit man because they don't even wanna they, their heart is not in it. You know, they don't wanna <laughs> like every job. Your heart has yeah, to your be heart in has it. to be in it. You kinda <laughs> want to do it. He doesn't wanna do it.
1: Alright, and Anthony. Okay, yes, and Anthony is arrested. Eh, okay.
0: if I side note, I'm very impressed ah, uh, that the, the police like... They good lah. Eh? Yeah, they didn't just, you know, if it's me, I see a piece of newspaper, I'll be like, oh, I like, probably just got caught like, up trash, with right? all the mess, you know, like, <laughs> but they... But they were like, oh, this could be evidence. Let me keep it. And after hearing so many stories about cases in America where...
1: They dismiss evidence. Yeah, where they, they let like, people like, contaminate the crime scene. Yeah, they
0: contaminate the cri- crime scene. They lose evidence that's in their care. I'm very impressed Oh that no, I just lost this
1: rape kit yeah, where the girl was raped by um the son of the... You know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So like,
0: versus that, the fact that they kept a piece of newspaper is very impressive to me. Yeah.
1: The case starts on 19th November, 2001. Anthony and Aboy were charged for the murder of Annie together. Mm -hmm. Anthony was charged specifically for the abatement of murder, which had a mandatory death sentence at that time. Anthony, interestingly, was represented by Subas Anadan. Oh. The the really really famous criminal lawyer. Right. So in his memoir, he initially said that he didn't want to. He was following the case because it was like it was uh well the media
0: it was well covered it was covered. <laughs> it was covered. a well
1: covered case. Yeah. Yes, and I guess when you're a lawyer for so long, you kind of know how it's going to play out. Right. But he had a reputation by then of being a very solid lawyer. So Anthony's mom and sister came to him. They were really desperate. Mm -hmm. But Subas was moved by Anthony's mom. And you know, he ended up representing. Representing? (laughs) (laughs) He ended up representing him. Yeah. So Anthony, he was a bit of a creep. Through the whole trial he kept smiling.
0: What's up with criminal and this like smiling thing? And you watch know. so much um videos of little yeah. courthouses. And they're just
1: like smiling. And
0: they're always smirking when they pass by reporters.
1: Yeah. So speculated that it was either like a sneer, like, oh, I definitely got away with it. Or maybe I don't know, I could be interpreting this wrong as well. Whether it was like anxiety and insecure and he was smiling to cover it up, maybe? No, I mean, if he's plotting to kill his wife, I
0: think he's a creep.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, it's also theorised that it could have been a security blanket to seem cool, you
0: know? Interesting.
1: Alright, so during the trial, they interviewed all the boys, his ex-affair partners, Belinda and Marilyn, and found out all the information about how he wanted to kill his wife. Right. They also found really damning evidence, so they managed to recover Anthony's deleted emails. Yeah. Including one that said, payment might have to wait. Oh. Alright. So because he was expecting like... To Mm. receive money from the house, ha. Alright, so Anthony's defense was that he didn't do it. He didn't try to solicit a hitman. He didn't get a boy to kill his wife. And whenever he talked about it, it was just a joke, you know. It was locker room talk, boys talk, the unhappy husband joke. Right. Do a bunch of 15, 16,
0: 17-year-old boys make your
1: angry husband joke? Sure. And why didn't he bring a pen to sign the documents? Yeah. He just doesn't bring a pen around normally, one. Okay. Okay. And why didn't he go up with his wife? Well, you know, because as a father, mm. I want to spend as much time with my daughter as possible, especially when we're on this weird visitation thing, you know? Right, right. So he didn't show any remorse. He just kept smiling and smiling. Right. They also asked why our boy didn't just tell Anthony that he didn't want to do it. Just like Gavin, he was manipulated into it. So, especially when Anthony compared him to Gavin. But he wasn't actually going to kill Annie on his own accord, right? It wasn't yeah. like a boy was just going to wake up one day and be like, "Ah, I'm going to kill Annie. Yeah, like he
0: probably doesn't even know Annie. There's no motivation for him to be the one to orchestrate
1: the Exactly. Whole thing. Yeah. The trial was seven months long. It ended on 5th December, 2001. Okay. To sum it up, according to the judge, yeah. murder Anthony wrote, murder Anthony wrote, oh. and he was found guilty and sentenced to death. Wow, this judge is poetic. <laughs> Alright, so... A boy was also found guilty of murder, but because he was below 18, he wasn't sentenced to death. Mm. Instead, he was sentenced to be detained indefinitely at the president's pleasure. And we're going to digress a bit, but we'll get back to that a bit.
0: What's a president's pleasure?
1: So, as long as the president likes la. Right. Yeah. Um, but this was abolished in 2010, but anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, Anthony appealed the decision, but it was rejected on 4th March 2002. Mm -hmm. He also had a clemency plea to President S.R. Nathan. So, instead of a death sentence, he was like, how about life imprisonment instead? Oh, (laughs) Okay, but it was dismissed. So, Yes. yes. On 13th December 2002, for abetting the murder of his wife... Anthony Le was executed and hung at Chang'Ni prison at dawn.
0: Chang'Ni prison must be hella haunted, I must say.
1: (laughs) You want to go there and find out?
0: No, not interested. I'm
1: scared. Alright, so this is just another phase in the whole Anthony Le timeline. And this is from what I read, okay? Apparently, so... Just before Anthony was executed, Subas, his yeah. lawyer, went to see him. And Anthony knew that Subas lost a uh, kidney to cancer. Okay. So he offered his kidney to Subas and it was like a sincere offer, right? Okay. Yeah, but Subas had to turn him down because he was like, no lah, if not, then people will think I took your case just for your kidney. Exactly. Yeah, so that's the end of the Anthony La chapter. Wait, like, okay, so he was gonna give his
0: li- kidney... kidney. To the lawyer without any requests?
1: No, he was just like, yeah, do you want a man kidney since, you know, sentenced to death and all? Oh,
0: okay. So, like, after remaining goodness of whatever was left.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, I get it. You see, because if I knew I was going to die and I knew I had a limited timeline, yeah, I'll make sure that everybody gets something. Okay. Type O plus baby.
0: Okay, okay, okay. You you
1: want my kidney, my liver. Liver maybe not so healthy after uni, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want your skin. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy has great skin. Teddy's
0: skin is always glowing. No matter how little she slept or like how late she slept or how much she drank the night before, her skin is always glowing.
1: Wow, thanks, Michelle. I would like Michelle's fake apps, <laughs> Regardless of how much Michelle ate or how little Michelle works out, Michelle always has abs. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I'll share them. Alright, so what happened to our boy? I think we all have a lot of... Sympathy. Sympathy for our boy. Yeah. He was sorry, he was remorseful, he was very regretful, and honestly, like... Teenagers, they're in a weird place Because we know they're smart, right? But their brains aren't fully developed So a boy, he stayed in prison for the next 17 years Yeah, He was hardworking He passed his N levels mm. Then O levels okay. Then A levels oh. And he topped both exams in prison school
0: Awesome, like What's the cohort like? I don't know <laughs>
1: He enrolled in uni. Okay. He majored in English uh-huh. and business studies. Oh. He got his degree. Okay, okay. He learned how to play a guitar and a harmonica.
0: Okay. And he
1: had model behavior.
0: Awesome. You know, sounds like he turned his
1: life around, kind no, of. But like every everyone agreed that he was so regretful. This was something that weighed heavily on him for like his whole life. Yeah. And he himself, he wished he never met Anthony La. Yeah. All right. Like I
0: wish he never
1: met. I wish he never met Anthony La. So in 2013, about 12 years later, a yeah. boy applies for clemency, right? Yeah. But it was turned down by the then president Tony Tan, cause ultimately he did commit a murder. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's terrible but it's true. It, it did happen. Alright. And in mm. November 2017 he applies again to our now lovely President Halima Yako. Yeah. Alright. And he was about 32 then, and he got mm-hmm. a bit of media attention, and he just really really wanted the chance to return to society and more than anything to be with his parents because right. you his know his
0: parents are older now.
1: And he's you know, he loves his parents. Remember, mm-hmm. he spent Mother's Day with his mom and everything. Yeah. And people who were in prison with him they talked about how they were able to reintegrate into society into clean, stable lives. Like yeah. there's programs like Yellow Ribbon Project and all that. Mm-hmm. And so In 2nd November, 2018, with the advice of the whole Singapore cabinet, he was granted clemency and released. Wow! This was more than 17 years from the murder.
0: Right. Wow, I'm glad to hear that he managed to turn
1: his life around. Yeah. It is a chengri for it. The leaf one. I know leaf, but oh like my God. Oh, no, I know this uh, 改过之星 <zi xin>. Yes yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being on part 2 of the show, Michelle. You're most welcome, Teddy. This was a longer one. It really was, but because it happened in Singapore, there's so many details. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, law enforcement, like police, Mm -hmm. and law students doing like part A, part B in Singapore, whatever, actually have to study this.
0: Oh, okay. Like
1: what's so special about this case that lawyers have to study?
0: I don't know that. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: <laughs> but my lawyer friend and my police friend say they they got here about it in.
0: Oh, is yeah. it the detail to attend? I mean sorry. Maybe the, the attention yeah, to detail, detail with to the
1: attention. Newspaper. Yeah, it's
0: the attention to detail for the newspaper
1: And thank you listeners for listening to this week's episode of A Briefcase Podcast If you like the show, do share it with your family and friends, it really helps the show Well, <laughs> me, helps me, motivates me And absolutely thank you again for being on this show
0: You're most welcome
1: as always, you can find us on Instagram at a briefcase podcast or online at abriefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week for another briefcase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,